Hey guys, it's Derek Chai from Derek Chai Photography, and welcome to episode 7 of our podcast series. And today we're going to continue on with our talk about my photography workflow, and today we're up to the day of the event. So it's whether you're shooting a, a wedding or a portrait session or uh, any other type of event, my preparation is ex- essentially the same because one of the things, as I said in one of the last episodes, is that if you don't have a if you don't have a prep plan, you're more likely to have things go wrong because you know you're just fumbling around. You don't have a routine, and to be professional, you need to have a routine. You need to know what you're doing. You need to to act, especially act like you know what you're doing. So, what happens on the day of the event? Well, taking for example the event I shot with with the kids last week is basically, you know, you try to have a good night's sleep the night before, although that's not always easy, depending on what else you've got going on. And sometimes you get a little bit excited too. And you know, I must be, you know, you've got to be honest. The morning of an event, the night of the night before an event. It's natural to be a little bit nervous. It doesn't matter whether this is your your first shoot or your tenth or your hundredth. If you're not nervous, it means that you, know, you become a little bit blasé about the whole thing. The whole point of what we're trying to do in in our photography business is to create images which are fantastic, which our clients are going to love. And part of that is to to develop a style and to develop a, a creative flair. And you know, our constant desire to improve on our photography and not just deliver the same thing, the same type of shots over and over to different clients, because pretty soon that gets that gets a bit stale, and people also will start talking, and you'll be known for the, you know, for the guy who only shoots in one way, and all your pictures end up looking the same, and eventually no matter how good your photos are, you're going to start losing clients or not having any new ones because you're not you're not delivering anything new. So yours, it's normal and it's fun and it's natural to get a little bit nervous before the event because it tells you that, you, you know, you're on. And that's exactly what we want to be at the start of any photo shoot. So we should have prepared our gear, as we said, the night before or the days before, and we shouldn't be spending too much time fumbling around with our gear. It's more about having a visualization of what you expect to happen on the day with the knowledge that things aren't going to happen the way you expect them to happen. So you've got a basic game plan, but you've got to be flexible. You've got to be ready to adapt to the situation. The next job is to organize yourself transport-wise and make sure that you get there in plenty of time. What you don't expect you can't take for granted in a place like Sydney is number one the, the traffic and number two is the parking. So it's it's it was a bonus to us that, you know, for the last shoot it was only up the road. But quite often you're dealing with stuff like having to potentially travel across the city and you don't know, if there's a breakdown in a tunnel or something like that, you could be held up for for half an hour extra or more. And you don't want to get to a situation, especially on a hot day where, which it was last week, is to get to the event and you're running late, you're having to, to speed and rush and carry on, you know, nearly have a couple of accidents, run a couple of red lights, you get there 
and you're already all hyper. You're there, you're stressed, you're sweating like a pig, and it's a terrible way to start because it does take you a little bit of time to get into the photo shoot, and you want to get there peacefully, you've got to get there in plenty of time, you've got to have the opportunity to set up your gear, and we'll talk about that in the next section of this podcast because things do go wrong, and something did go wrong, although it was minor, um, on the day, and we had enough time to be able to make the necessary adjustments. So this is one of the benefits of getting there early, and I'll go into that in just a second as we go into part two of today's podcast. Okay, when we first arrive at any venue, we do our best if we haven't had the opportunity prior to the day of scoping it out we like to do a little walk around just to know where we're going what sort of backgrounds we're expecting what sort of lighting we're expecting and you know gives us an opportunity if we know what we're going to shoot we'd like to know how much room we have um can we indeed fit you know 150 guests into this room and still have the opportunity to to fit them all in our picture. So stuff like that's really important. We like to get our equipment ready. We like to set up, make sure that all our light stands are stable because you don't want uh, things to fall apart as you shoot. And one of the little minor things that went on is that when I first got to this shoot, I couldn't get my, my strobe to work. It ended up just to be a loose attachment on the hot shoot, but things like that do happen. You know, you could have piece of gear that fails, um, you know, a camera that doesn't start, a battery that's faulty, a memory card that's faulty, and you don't want to be in a situation where you're ready to shoot, the guests are here, they're standing there, and then you're fumbling with your gear. So that's what I do. I get there in plenty of time. I get equipment. I'd rather have myself wait for the clients rather than have the clients wait for me, and that's one of the important things as part of your know your level of customer service as well I don't like to keep my customers waiting and that's not only in terms of showing up on the day I also don't like to you know spend days before I reply to do an inquiry or a phone call because it just gives you that decline that impression that you know you're not the most important thing and no matter how busy you are when it comes to your photographic client they have to be the most important people in your life right now. Whatever's going on, it's getting near Christmas, you've got a million things to do, you've got to organize Christmas dinner, you've got to go do your you know, your present shopping. Still, your client is number one, and that always has to be, and that's my philosophy. So when things come on during the day and you start shooting, you've just got to be prepared to make adjustments. Sometimes things don't work out. Lighting is bad, you think what you got set up is working, but it doesn't, and you've just got to be flexible enough to, to make the decision. One of the biggest mistakes that I believe you can do on a day of a shoot is to persist too long in doing something that doesn't work. So, you know, you might just decide that you'll try certain poses or get them to stand in certain locations and use certain lighting or use certain lenses or apertures. And you take a few shots and you know that the pictures are no good. And in that circumstance, you can't stand there and say, well, let's just give it another go. Let's just nudge this a little bit, nudge that a little bit. If they don't work, they don't work. You just need to move on because otherwise 
you're not going to get any pictures and you know as a professional photographer you can't afford to get no pictures you have to you have to deliver and you know if if the sun's too bright over here or if there's too much dappled light over there move get your couple get your guests to move in a different location don't spend half an hour sort of pondering because you're going to lose that half an hour and that might be all the time that you have to do the shoot so that's one of the things I suggest you do and concentrate on as well in terms of duration of the event obviously with things like weddings you're going to be shooting there the whole day and part of the preparation is to make sure that there's some food arranged for you okay I myself and my partner we always bring snacks water things that are easy to eat so whether that be muesli bars or cookies or something something just to to get your energy levels up and to keep it up during a long shoot because as your energy fades your your photographs will start to deteriorate because you're no longer focused you're no longer concentrating on taking pictures you're just concentrating on how how empty your stomach feels and that's no way to take decent pictures for your clients so that's what I would do make sure you bring snacks make sure you bring plenty of water and allocate yourself some you need some time to go to have your toilet breaks you can't be expected to shoot for 12 hours without having a rest and we'll go into that a little bit later as well in terms of shooting weddings and events I make it as a rule that it's part of my contract that we get there so it's unreasonable to expect the photographers to be going out looking for food in the middle of the shoot because we'll waste a lot of time trying to trying to buy food and look for somewhere that actually sells food a lot of the time. So I said it's part of the contract. And having and speaking of contracts, make sure that you always have a contract before you undertake any shoot because things do go wrong. Word of mouth gets you nowhere in this industry because it'll be I said, he said, she said ultimately if it's not written down there is no you have no protection against anything that happens if you've warned a client that you know you're not going to be able to do this under this sort of situation or if there's not enough time unless you make it clear they can come back and say well we expected all this we expected a photo with you know my grandmother and my two siblings and then my grandmother and the two siblings and you know all these combinations and if you haven't written it down in the contract you can't say, look, here it is, we didn't agree to this, we discussed this before, so it's really important to get a contract. If the client's not willing to feed you, I think it's important that you have another, you further that conversation with them and say, look, here's the story, you, you know, if we're shooting your wedding and you're not going to provide us with dinner, we're going to have to go and drive somewhere to find food whilst you are having your wedding reception. And that means for that period of time, there will be no pictures taken. And most clients are going to, you know, I think every client is going to understand that that is not acceptable. And they'll go and make that adjustment. You don't need to be given the, the posh meal. You don't need a three-quarter sit-down meal. Basically, you just want something warm, hot, you know, and just to fill your stomach. You don't need starter and dessert you just you know although you know if you have time it would be nice but you just need at least the main course i'm not talking about a banana and a, and a jam sandwich but just something decent so that you you can keep your energy levels up 
I also ask that we are said at the same time or just after that of the bridal party if it's the wedding because the time that you're not going to be taking photos is the time when all the guests are eating. Food in mouth, open mouth, glasses to mouth, they, they, they don't make good photos. So you might as well take advantage of that time to, to eat and have your toilet break. And once you've eaten your meal, the guests are usually kind of almost finished. And then you're ready to shoot, you're ready to go around and bride and group would like to have individual table shots, you're ready for that and that's really important that you know you set that out in your contract as well and just explain a lot of this stuff is all about communication explaining to the client why certain things are important because you are the professional you're the one who provides the advice most clients don't know anything about photography, they don't know anything about workflows and timelines and it's your job to educate them and not to let them dictate what happens on the evening if you know that it's not going to help you get any photos. So once the event is kind of over, it really depends on, again, what you outlined in the contract in terms of how long you stay. With certain events, obviously you stay all the way to the end, but often it's commonplace in things like weddings that you set a time limit as part of your basic package and most of the time that's usually about an hour after the first dance. By that time most of the guests are pretty inebriated from the alcohol and most of the dance photos look pretty much the same after a while and it's usually a matter of just having already had that discussion with the bride and groom and then at the specific time you approach the bride and groom and you say look it's my time to go is there anything else you need? You never just sort of sneak out and disappear without telling them because things might change. And, you know, the bride and groom might say, okay, thank you, we, we love the photos and, you know, that's all we need you for. And you, you give them a hug and you part ways. But there are occasions where, for some reason, things change and they'd like you to stay for, for a little bit longer. Look, you are treating this as your business, so, you know, you're not giving away your time for free, but there are always situations where it is appropriate for you to stay back. For example, if the timeline's running really, really late and they haven't done the first dance yet or they haven't cut the cake by the agreed time, so to say it's 10 o'clock, um, certainly I would never even imagine that I would walk out of a couple I would just explain to them very carefully that, you know, I'm very happy to, unless the request is unreasonable, you know, we're very happy to stay, but this does involve overtime and obviously we're not going to charge you tonight, but we will be invoicing you for this at a later date. Is that okay with you? And if the answer is yes, then we're by all means, we're going to stay. And the other thing is sometimes at the spur of the moment or something that they weren't aware of, they may end up having something like a grand farewell. So whether that's a guard of honor, sparklers on the exit, you know, something big that happens at the end, and they would like you to capture that, then I have no problems with staying. Again, with the proviso that you advise them that this does incur overtime charges, and you've set all this out in the contract. So your package is 10 hours, overtime is X amount per hour, and as long as everybody's on the same page, nobody's complaining. 
fact, your clients are going to be grateful that you've that you've stayed back because that could be end up being the the highlight of the evening, and you never know. So that's not an issue for us, and we're more than happy to do that. Now, when we get home, it's often quite late, you know, with especially with events and galas and parties and weddings. You know, it is late by the time you get home. You're you're tired. You've been up all day. You've been sweaty. Your back's aching from carrying all your gear. And the natural temptation is to chuck all your stuff on the desk and go to bed. Um, that's one thing that I don't do under any circumstances. It might be just a paranoid self in me. But at the end of the event, when I get home, the first thing I do before doing anything else is to back up my photos off the SD card. So you're not deleting the photos from your cards, but you're making a backup copy. So you're putting them on your computer. You're just dragging and dropping and creating new folders with backups. If you think you have time, you can also um, put them into Lightroom. But that's not essential on the night of the event. But make sure you have at least one backup copy before you even think about heading off to bed. You never know what happens. And if you wake up in the morning and something bad happens, you're going to regret it forever and you're going to disappoint your clients with missing photos. So always back up, back up, back up. And whenever, you know, and I never delete anything at this point. When I even consider deleting the, the, the photos off the, off the memory cards, is once I've made at least two backup copies and also have them on Lightroom. So you've got a fallback that if something happens, you've got external hard drives. That's really important to have something on an external hard drive so that if your computer blows up, you haven't lost everything because you're only invested in one thing. So have, have backups and then off to bed and then I wouldn't, spend that night looking at the photos, I would also always make sure that you leave a little bit of, of a break so that you can get a better view of them in the morning. I wouldn't go there and sit down all, all, all night, for example, looking through all the photos and see what you did right or what you did wrong because you're going to beat yourself up. And part of this is, is accepting that you're not a perfection, you're not perfect. And some of the photos are going to be blurry. You are going to be disappointed with some. But if on the majority, the photos knock you out, they're going to blow your client out of the water. So that's what I would suggest for the actual day of the event workflow. In our next episode, we will talk about what we do in the post-processing stage and how to deliver your products to your clients. We pride ourselves on client experience and one of the things that we have right in the forefront of our mind is we have to make sure that not only do we deliver the best images to the most beautiful images that we possibly can, our goal is also to deliver our clients a fantastic experience on the day. No one's going to care what your photos look like if all they can remember, all they can think about is how you made their special day stressful. So if you're pushing them around and getting the clients to do stuff they don't want to do, that's what they're going to remember. And that's not who we are and that's not what we want for our clients. So we'll do everything that we can on the day, before the day and after the day to give our clients a 
absolute top of the line, you know, luxurious experience. And it could be something as simple as helping them carry something or getting them a, a glass of water when they're thirsty. Anything that will just help make their day easier. And that's our game. And part of our our success and part of our, you know, the way that we we get referrals is when people say, look, these guys did some little things, you know, to take care of us. They made us feel happy. They made us feel relaxed. And that's exactly what we want. No matter how stressed we might be feeling, we do not sort of let that show. And it's, it's like everything else. If you go to a doctor, you don't want to see a doctor who's umming and ahhing and not sure about the diagnosis, not sure about what they're going to do to treat you. You want somebody confident. You want somebody that exudes confidence. And that's what we we try our best to do for every one of our clients. With each shoot, we get better. We learn more about how to do things, how to streamline things, how to make the client experience better. And, you know, we will continue to do that as long as we have our business. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We are, myself and my partner, we are very happy to field any comments or suggestions, not only about this podcast, but also about our photography service. And we can be reached, as usual, by our email, Derek at DerekShinePhotography.com.au. And you can reach out to us in social media. Drop us a line on Facebook or Instagram or Tumblr or Snapchat, and just let us know what you think of the stuff we're doing and whether you're enjoying it. Is there anything else that you'd like us to cover? In our next episode, we're just going to finish off and talk about our post-production, but then we will move on to other topics. Some of them are not necessarily photography-related completely. So until then, enjoy your shooting. Make sure that you take time to create something for yourself, and just remember to... Find what you love to do and keep trying to do it as often as you can because life is short and you don't want to die with regrets. But until next time, cheerio and have a good evening from me at Derry Chai Photography. See you later.